0: As you all know, professional athletes make a lot more money than the average United States citizen. In 2019, the average annual income for a U.S. household was $89,930, while the average income of a professional athlete in the major leagues was anywhere between $2.6 and $8.3 million. Now you see how this gap is extremely big, and it it will only get bigger as time progresses and these players keep signing bigger deals for longer amounts of years. So not only are our players' contracts getting higher, but the prices of tickets, merchandise, and food and beverages at any sporting event is increasing exponentially. For example, a New York Mets average ticket costs anywhere between $26 to $27, which is reasonable, but the price for merchandise, for example, a Jersey costs $75 to $150 if not more depending on the uh, the player that you are getting also food for example a hot dog costs 675 when the price for a regular soda costs 575 this is an extreme amount of money and the reason behind this is because of course organizations like the NFL the MLB the NHL and the NBA do want to provide you the best experience so you can enjoy and entertain but their number one priority no matter what is to get as much profit as they can and make as much money as they can once the day is over because like these players owners are money centric and money is their main priority. Now, let me get to the players. Take Albert Hainsworth, for example, of the Washington Redskins. He once signed a $100 million contract with a $44 million guarantee. During that year, he had his worst season ever, and he simply lost interest in the game. So, for example, for the people who don't know, a $44 million guarantee means he's guaranteed $44 million. Once he does sign that contract, no matter if he plays a game or not, he, he will not have to step on the field and play a single football game to get that $44 million in which he signed for. So he had his worst season ever because he ended up playing for the money, re- realized that he got the money, and that there wasn't anything else he wanted to play the game for. So he was like, okay, I'm not going to perform to my expectations or to the team's expectations, and he'll just walk away with the money and leave. His teammates, however, um, felt like he was an awful person and that he purposely did this to get released and to run away from the situation so that he could have his money and, and live his life and not live his life as a football player trying to win and as a football player taking money from the organization and not earning the money for himself because he wants to win. Now... There are players in leagues, on the other hand, who try their hardest no matter if they're making a couple million dollars or making a couple hundred million dollars. Now, for example, Michael Jordan back in the day, no matter when he signed his big uh, $30 million a year contract in 1996 to 1997 and so forth, prior to that, he was making around 2 to $3 million. His performance was... Almost the same, considering he did get better over his career, but money did not have an impact on the way that Michael Jordan played. And he's one of the greatest players of all time for that, not only in the sport of basketball, but possibly and most likely in all sports combined due to his hard work and effort. And one of the things that I think that they should do for players who do earn the money, take the money, and leave is incentive-based contracts these incentive-based contracts are basically saying they are predetermined benchmarks in which players can surpass these benchmarks to get more money. So for example, if we take a player of the New York Mets um, and we say that they have to uh, get 25 home runs to earn an extra $2 million onto their contract. So So they'll sign like a smaller contract. So they'll sign a contract for maybe $5 million a year if they do get that benchmark of home runs, they get that extra couple million dollars per year. Now that can increase over the years. And the thing is, is that they have to perform to earn the money. Just like any other job in the world in which if you don't perform, you're not going to get paid as much or you're not going to get paid at all. And this this helps the players who money is their number one priority, and winning is not. In which a lot of people, whether you're a professional athlete, or if any type of profession, or any type of job that you have, you should be giving it all your heart and all your effort for the love of the job, for the love of what you're doing. Not for the money. I mean, professional athletes make a a lot of money, and to be money hungry at such a level of what people strive for is terrible because people strive to be athletes and for you to be an athlete and to not and to not strive once you did reach that goal of becoming an athlete and to just take the money and leave taking the money and leaving is the easy way out and not only do your teammates see that but the organization and your fan base sees that too So it doesn't reflect on the athlete you are. It also reflects on the person that you are. And my final point to you guys, as I do conclude with this podcast, is would you rather buy a ticket, um, buy a jersey, or even go see a game, or even watch it on TV of a player who will give 70%, maybe even half, 35% of their effort just because... They earn their money and they want to leave and, and they're out? Or would you rather see the player who will give 110% whether he's making $5 million or $50 million because his true love for the game is with that sport and he will play not only for himself, but he'll play for the fans and he'll play for anyone following, especially the organization who truly loves him. So like I said, um, please answer that question and let me know. Thank you everyone uh, for listening to my first podcast and have a nice rest of your day. Thank you.